Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart Soul, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com with me, Sarah Tro uh, Troy, and my guest, Ash Esther. She's in Australia, Melbourne to be exact. But we're going to be talking about the archetypes, the major arcani, arcana, and what do archetypes mean? You know, how, what does it mean to us right now? Um, how is it helping us navigate at the present moment? Um, how does it help our communities? And uh, we have got so much to learn here. You know, the tarot is, is a guiding tool for her as well. And, you know, it helps us kind of walk our human path. And so what are we looking at in the social and political history and the cultural mythology? And even if you are very adventurous in our galactic family, we're going galactic today, folks. So hold on to your seats. And she has a doctorate in philosophy and numerous qualifications in the healing art, hearts, uh, arts, uh, but I'm going to say hearts. <laughs> and she's just completed her first book, The Map, Archetypes of, uh, Archetypes of the Major Arcana, and will be available at the end of the year. Bravo for getting a book out in this time. I've been trying to do that for the last three or four years. <laughs> Never seems to be enough time. Welcome to the show, love. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me uh, on your, your show. It's amazing. So I really feel delighted to be here. Thank you. Oh, it's delighted to have you here. And everything happens when it's meant to, right? So that is the That's important right. thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We have time changes here, folks. Australia, Canada. <laughs> Sometimes we get confused. <laughs> We did have a little mishap, which was totally on me. So ah, it was just that. again, you're here when you're meant to be here, and that's the way it goes. So that's the important oh, thing. Thank you. Now, uh, for people who don't really understand what the archetypes are or, you know, what the major um, arcana, if I'm pronouncing it right, means, would you kind of go into that a little bit of, you know, what it means and kind of what you are doing with it, what it means to us as, um, as general human beings? Sure. So um, there is uh, 22 cards. So in the tarot deck complete, the original tarot deck, there's 78 cards um, and they're broken up into suits, cups, swords, um, pentacles and wands. Um, but sort of um, as, an, as part of those 78 cards, you have 22 cards, which are called the major arcana. And these are really a map of the soul's journey um, through the earth plane. Um, and the first card is the fool, which represents the soul on earth. And then he meets all of these characters or she meets all of these characters as she travels through the earth plane. And they all represent archetypes of the human psyche um, and of circumstance and um, uh, thematic archetypes that we meet as we travel on our journey journey um, and I find them a very consistent human experiences that we have um, as we you know that are so universal to, to um, people as they travel through their life you know 
We all need help on our journey. I'm a Romani gypsy reader, so I use ordinary playing cards and kind of gypsy cards. <laughs> Wow. And you know they are—they're yes. just oh, that's a, a bit special. Yeah, no, it's—it's—it's it's, it's actually fun. Um, but you know the thing is, is um, in a static world, it's very hard to get clarity through. And you can meditate, and you can be still, and sometimes you get a mixed message, or you just don't know because there's just too much around you. And having these kind of cards or having this kind of direction just helps you yep. navigate that next path. You know, oh no, I, I misread that. It really meant that. And we need that help along the way because yeah. certainly times are very, very confusing. We really do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. That's exactly right. We are having a bit of a bandwidth problem, folks, um, so stay with I us. I think if you look puppy, <laughs> I have a new puppy that I got in at, at the beginning of COVID. And she is just, I got her from the Arabs, and she's lovely, but she's used usually very quiet but all of a sudden for this interview she has just uh she's oh yeah she wants around, to be in on so, it she uh, wants, she, yeah, no no she that's that's his opinion <laughs> he wants yes. to be a part of it right and that's okay we've got to learn to listen to our animals <laughs> wants to be a part of this um, so sorry, I, what you were saying about the archetypes uh, in the cards is so um, insightful because really, I, I think if you don't study the tarot um, or if you're not familiar with it, it can seem like this kind of magic trick, you know, that people are just turning over these cards and, you know, you're going to meet the love of your life, tall, dark, stranger, whatever it is next week. and. Um, we, I mean, that's a kind of a fun element that you can use them for as well. I'm not making any aspersions about that. But they are really a very well-structured set of um, doors that yeah. you can open to explore the themes of your life that have been the kind of stuff that humans have grappled with all through centuries yes. you know and they, they cross cultures as well you know you see the same archetypes in Celtic mythology and Greek yep. mythology and um uh, you know Egyptian mythology mm. it's really the same problems mm. that we um concern us I think even Shakespeare really it's you know the love death mm -hmm. um loss mm -hmm. ambition uh, these types of um not even, you know, it's avenues to quest into to understand ourselves better. Um, and I think you, you can also apply that to the um, uh, political narratives and cultural narratives. So, um, you know, for me, I think the card that I keep thinking about with 2020 is the tower and the world, you know. Um, the tower is some external force throws people's lives into complete disarray, you know. Um, and I even think we're living, I mean, if I had a deck of just towers for 2020, <laughs> where, um, be, you know, because I think we're just having one tower after another. Yes. <laughs> um, which is... Sorry, folks, we're having a bit of a problem. She'll be back with us in a moment. Unsettling. 
Okay, we had a hiccup there for a moment. Lovely internet drop, or uh, 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 um, which is not an ancestral language that we know of, but and we want to hear her clearly in English. So, can if you can pick that up without us you know, having to battle that again, love. It does actually sound like a bit of a galactic language there that you came up with. <laughs> Too much Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, so I think I was talking about it just being a tower year, you yeah. know, and uh, what is soothing about that is to recognize that um, the human experience is beset by external crises since time immemorial. You know, this is not um, something, this is, I mean, it's one of the major arcana cards. Every life is going to have one, if not many, tower moments. Mm -hmm. um, the other card I think is really interesting for 2020 is the world card. Um, that actually represents, if you're reading the tarot in um, uh, time frames, a 20-year cycle, the end of a 20-year cycle. So often if you get that card, you might say to someone, what were you doing 20 years ago? Or is this the end of a 20-year cycle? And just that lovely symmetry of it being 2020. Um, and I think the universality of what's been happening on the planet, you know, we really are connected in a way by um, the virus mm. um, and by, I suppose, the internet in ways that we can't unplug from, right. you know. What, and, and don't want to because what, it's proved to be so beneficial. It's opened our eyes, it's opened our ears, it's opened our hearts, it's, it's shown us other paths. You know, we're seeing uh, our celebrities are having to do things from home, so we're seeing them in their natural habitat. Uh, they're more relaxed, we're hearing more truths and more depth. And, you know, and people are being able to book those Zoom calls when retrograde isn't in place, go, uh, 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 and having conversations with people. How many industries are not going to go back to the office that are going to be working from home? And how many opportunities does that open up for people to be more family orientated or take on other things? Uh, you know, we have to, although there is bad with all the deaths and suffering that's going out there, which is nothing to, to, to diminish at all. But we, we also have to look at is what is good out of this. And there are so many good things. And the fact that you talk about 20 cycle. Uh, 20 years ago in September, I split from my husband and I've had quite an interesting 20 years of self-discovery since then. So I am hope I'm paused <laughs> for the next 20 years to have an upward scale, <laughs> which is something I'd be very excited with if we're in that 20-year cycle. Well, I just think you raised such a good point about being able to see the positives in the tower um, because actually the tower card, when you look at it, um, it is not built, the tower is not built on a solid foundation. Um, so the lightning that comes is actually, and I always think of that Leonard Cohen quote, there is a crack in everything, that's how the light gets in. You yes. know, light does come to explode what isn't working. You know, yes, yes. What is already unstable. Um, and I do think we are so transformed already and we don't realize it, mm -hmm. you know. 
it has been, I mean, in Australia, I was, I was in isolation for a while and then lockdown and now in Melbourne, we're in our second lockdown and I have grown accustomed to a different timing, yeah. you know? Um, and I am still, I'm fortunate enough to still have um, uh, teaching from home, um, uh, you know, opportunities. And I know that that is not, there's so many people whose work is affected. Um, but we, we are carving out, I think, a new way of being. Um, and as to your 20-year cycle comments, um, it does ob- absolutely mean it's the, clo- the realisation of the closing off <laughs> yeah! of the end of the chapter um, and on to the next 20-year chapter, wiser, stronger, more beautiful than ever. Good, because, you know, I'm turning 66 and I'd be like the next 20 years to be a little smoother for sure. I've got a lot to do and I'd like it to to be the wind with me in the next 20 years with the work I want to do rather than kind of hurricaning me out cycle there. Wow, you have amazing energy, 66. You, I would never, that's fantastic. Well done. No, oh, thank you. And not uh, quite 60. October will be 66. So 65 and a half. I haven't got there yet. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah um, fantastic. I mean, the last 20 years for me have been very, very interesting because I had to not just transform myself, I had to rediscover myself. And I yes. realized that the person that I was living was not me. I was not being authentic. I didn't know who I was. And so it was a journey of self-discovery of who yeah. am I, what is my instrument, how do I play it, which orchestra do I join, you know, what's my meaningful yeah. purpose. And that 20 years has definitely been that. And I found this platform for me eight years ago. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, definitely been my calling and my niche and my my voice and and everybody else's voice that is in that orchestra right now and for me i just want to be able to take it to the next chapter with more ease but it's interesting that you look at the 20 you know 2020 and the 20 uh, 20 year cycle there because we always look at cycles as kind of shorter and then we think that things should happen quicker but we don't realize things are happening there may be seeding or they yeah, maybe have yeah. shift you a little to the right so you can go down this road and learn what you need to learn to then shift to the left. And so why hasn't it happened? It was meant to happen. I was given the vision. The vision, there's nothing wrong with it. The journey yeah. to completion of that vision is where you're going to gather the experience and the knowledge you need in order to bring the vision to fruition. How true is that? Um, it's as well, and I think we get... We talk in the language of cycles, but we still think in a linear way. Yes. You know? yes. Um, but really to understand in a cycle, there isn't a beginning or an end, but the, the, and you never arrive. But right. there is a kind of a spiraling up or in of insight yeah. yes. you know, and growth and radium uh, in what you have understood. Um, and I suppose the kind of energy that you can hold and the insight that you develop and... Um, but it is this kind of, we are very conditioned, I think, into yeah. thinking in a linear way um, because it, it is just the nature of productive capitalism, really, you know, to get but, things But it's done. also the human cycle. Yeah. You know, we get up, we eat, we go to work, we eat again, then we go to work and then we come home and we eat again and we do an interaction, we just do this and that, and we're back and, re- and repeat again. And, yes. you know, that's the thing, that's a human cycle of just maintaining the human vessel. But when yes. you step into your spiritual, cosmic, soul, heart and spirit cycle, you'll understand that, that even that cycle doesn't matter anymore. You'll do it, but it will not be a question of acknowledging it 
so much as because you yeah. understand that you're always in different cycles and you could be doing different cycles simultaneously. It's not yes. a, you know, it's not like I'm doing this cycle, then that one. No, you could have a few things going, like those oh, spinning plates. Spinning plates. <laughs> I know. I'm starting to go like this as I'm talking to you because I'm feeling the energy of that flow, you know, so much. Um, but it is, I think, that typical um, that, you know, they, I mean, they use a language to anima, animus, masculine, feminine, you know, and in the tarot, the cyclical nature of life is represented by the empress you yes. know and she is in her flowing creative abundant um you know um abstract form and then the emperor who is you know much more linear much more action focused much more order focused is you know a bit more rigid a bit more structured and associated with things like valor and protection and order so there is always that relationship you're right between order and chaos masculine yes. feminine yes. cycle linear um but i think it is reassuring to know that there you know even when you're living your linear life that you are part of a bigger cycle and a bigger uh, matrix you know yes oh god i would hate to be everything on a straight line i mean i live in chaos i also bring chaos in the celtic rooms there's a room called haglas which is disruption and oh, i follow more the celtic uh, celtic way of because that's what speaks to me obviously that's the way i've been uh, going and yeah. uh, we have to have disruption in order to discover clarity and, yeah. you know, when it's like cleaning house, you've, oh, I, I, I didn't know I'd lost that years ago, you know, or, uh, you know, this makes me feel better with everything being cleaner. I'm now free to allow yeah. what needs to come in. And so we look at disruption, you know, like the COVID right now, and it's like, oh, it's disrupted my life. No, it's a chance to kind of clean out old programming, all thoughts, old everything else. And this is a great opportunity to paint a new canvas. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, again, you're touching on what is the significance of the Tower card, you know, because you have, I can just describe to you, if for people who don't know the Tower, but you have a tower perched on an unstable, rocky cliff's edge. <laughs> and right up the top, you have two people living alone in isolation, you know. <laughs> so they're not connected to the world. They don't understand how precarious their position is, you know. They're put themselves in a silo, you know, mm -hmm. and something from the outside has to burst them back into life, yeah. you know, back into connection with the world. And I think it's such a beautiful metaphor for what is taking place on the planet, you know, and absolutely never to diminish the um, horrendous circumstances that some people are um, faced with. But we have broken through to a new awareness of how we need to operate as communities, you know, yes. Um, yes. in that we, we can't contain ourselves in towers anymore. Uh, we affect each other. Um, and what we do has a, what we do matters, you know, and that's even internationally across borders. We can't kind of be in, um, in isolation from the consequences of the natural environment or other countries or our neighbors, or we're just all in this big churning um, energy. energy together. Yeah, so I, I think it is really 
and disruption is such a nice word that you're using with the with the runes. You know, it's a disruption that needs to happen to definitely rock yeah. the, the foundations that are not holding much up anymore. Right. You know, I was given a saying a couple of years ago that the universe is here to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up. And, nice. and yeah. I think we're at that step up stage. You know, we've been yeah. shaken and woken up by numerous things. You know, COVID, you had the fires last year. We're looking yeah. at Me Too movement and the environmental movement. And we're looking at Black Lives um, Matter. We're looking at everything that is wrong politically, uh, emotionally, morally. And we're going, yeah. enough is enough. I don't yeah. know if you remember a movie, you're too young, but there was a movie back in the 70s, I think called Network. And there's this guy just goes out the window and said, I've had enough. I just can't take it anymore. And I yeah. think this is Mama Earth right now yeah. saying this. And I think this is everybody inside of us screaming, saying, yeah. I can't take this anymore. We need the Empress. We need we somebody who has better organization. We need somebody who knows how to clear up the chaos. We need somebody that comes from heart. Yeah, heart center yeah. and we're desperate for that right now so i think we're most certainly going into the area if we're not already in that in the era of feminine yes yeah absolutely and i actually don't think there was such a longing for such a long time i think you know um i'm actually not as young as you think <laughs> when you look at <laughs> it's just the camera i think people look better on camera um, <laughs> Disappointing the, um, when you get out there and you know, meet you in person. <laughs> <laughs> we should carry, the, carry our tablets in front of us. <laughs> um, but I, like, I grew up in the, my formative years were sort of 1990s. I was born in 79, but, you know, kind of my early adulthood, teenagers in the 1990s. And... For a long time, you know, I have lived through this big financial crisis and so much war, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and wanting, all the time wanting change, but it just seeming so much resistance to yes. that. Yeah. Yes. And so difficult to even, you know, move the dial an inch. Um, and now it's like the floodgates are open. And, and I think the first and it is i think that culmination of what you're really talking about that people are, are frustrated mm. with um because they're we're kind of being maneuvered to live in ways that really don't resonate with us you know yes. um and even though it is unsettling to try to reimagine um, and then remake the world in a form that is more in alignment with, you know, as you say, our heart center. Um, we're going to work it out. People are already working it yeah. out, you know. And, it's and going to take are, a bit of time, though. You know, that's the thing is, is you've got people who are completely immerse into it and, and we're ready and we're part of it and we're yeah. busy steering this new ship, not knowing where we're going. There's no map. We're just trusting and allowing and going with the flow because it feels right at our core. And you've got yeah. other people that are fighting it. I bring up this book virtually in every show of Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson, MD. Yeah. 
and it's about two mice and two men around the cheese and one day the cheese is gone and there's the different reactions and what yeah, we're seeing right. now are the different reactions you know hem and yeah. ha you know hem is give me back my cheese i'm going to sue someone ha is kind of chasing their tail for a while and going i just don't know what to do until eventually well i've got to do something and sniffy and scary have already sniffed out and scurried around to look for more cheese and yes. so i think we're in that disruption right now of realizing the change is here and you've got to change with it. And, yeah. you know, and it's just find that strength and courage, mate, and get out and do it. And your hems who want to sue someone or kill someone or this or that to give me back are really pitchforking at the present moment because yes. they want back yeah. the old, but that old system has already been deleted oh, and they don't yeah. even realize it. Yeah, that's a great uh, little analogy, the different reactions to the same event, you yeah. know. Um, I had, you know, talking about archetypes as well, and um, uh, I think there's a huge energy of um, oppression and oppressed in the yeah. air, you know, that is coming up for resolution. And um, I can remember the first time I read... Um, the story of Lilith and Adam. So Lilith was supposedly Adam's first wife in Jewish folklore and Jewish mythology. And um, they have what they call Midrash, which is an interpretation of Jewish texts. And they wrote about how she said, a particular rabbi wrote about how she said uh, when the time came to procreate and Adam said, uh, lie on the bottom and she said to him why do I have to lie on the bottom and I remember thinking oh yes <laughs> how many thousands of years have we been doing that right. <laughs> story you know the first story the first yes. disagreement you know was about power yes uh, and who has to serve who you know right. so it's it's not surprising that this is kind of this energy is so um so rocks people yeah. when it comes up for resolution because it is the oldest wound and the oldest problem, you know, and, and I really feel inspired that, uh, you know, on some level, even if it looks like, uh, you know, chaos, which not the chaos looks bad, but on some level we have evolved to a point where we're ready to reckon with those questions. You know, <laughs> yes. which is just amazing. And about goddamn time, yes. <laughs> you know, and you know, yeah. people want to be in control all the time. And yeah. we realize that we have more control when we have no control. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, you yeah. have more control of how to react to something if you're willing to react to what is in front of you instead of dictating how everything yes. should be. Uh, yeah. We know the people in this transition that are the most scared of those that are giving up control. Yeah, And we yeah. also know that for so long, especially in media, politics and, and other regimes, religion, there has been this control factor. And how do you control the masses? Keep them in fear. Yeah. So they won't think yeah. for themselves. They won't decide for themselves. They will not stray. And we're yeah. looking at this right now because of this wonderful gift, the internet, which has opened up our world and where we can communicate with people and we can see what is right and wrong. And we're saying, no, mate. You're not going to pull yeah. my strings anymore. Snip, snip, snip. Whether yes. I make right decisions or wrong decisions, I'm going to make my own 
decisions. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I think that can be very fragmenting, you know, for yes. people who, um, well, I mean, on some level, we like a coherent narrative right. about the broader society. You know, we're all, you know, watching the same thing and agreeing with what the appropriate reaction is. And it's, it's soothing and reassuring. And as you say, it kind of instills that idea about um, we, we are part of a system that, you know, is controlled in some respects. But I think the coherent narrative is breaking down because yeah. people have such polarised views, yes. you know. Um, and, you know, the other thing I think we really need to remember, I mean, the other card I think about for uh, 2020 is temperance, you know, which is about enlightened balance, you know, and to really rediscover tolerance. Yeah. For um, other people's views, you know, there really is, I am finding a, a hugely aggressive um, uh, kind of uh, language used on social media, you know, against people who have, you know, just different views. And I mean, I'm very old school and I kind of think that. Um, Freedom of speech is one of those very yes. fundamental, yeah. you know. Um, as long as it's not harming someone or isn't derogatory, you can, you, yes. I, I mean, I had a gentleman on this morning who is the fervent Christian, who was yeah. a Trump supporter, yeah. um, but, you know, he was speaking to the millennials and he was speaking, and a lot of the things that he was speaking to, I completely agree. But, sure, you know, sure. His point of view, the Christianity is going to be the one to fix it. From you know my point of view, the universal energy of which we are all made out of is already fixing it. And if we can get the human self out of the way, or just comply, we're all wanting the same thing. We're all looking to need the same thing, but we're going to combat it from a different core belief. And it's yes. not to look at, I, I don't agree 100% with all his beliefs and the way he does. It's not my practice, but I respect it as his. And he's opened the door to conversation with other people that yes. aren't from his flock. And I commend yeah. that because that's how we're going to understand each other. You know, yes. we, we yeah. don't want this word divide anymore. We're sick yeah. of it. We yes. don't want competition anymore. We want collaboration. We want cohesiveness. Yeah. We want compassion. Yeah. We want people yes. to come from the heart. We want them to lift our spirits. We want to build our village where we yes. are all there yeah. supporting one another. And we just don't want this segregation anymore. It's been there for so long. We're left empty. Our hearts, souls, and spirits are broken because of it. Yeah. And I think, well, well done you for holding that space, you know, because, um, you know, and allowing that platform. And I think if you look at, uh, I don't know if any of your listeners listen to, listen to the likes of Joe Rogan, he also has that uh, capacity to allow for a broad spectrum of uh, dialogue, yes. you know? Yes. And in through dialogue, that is exactly what you're saying. I think you do realize that we're not that different. Right. You know, yeah. uh, that we're really at the core. We really, most people are looking for the same um, and that's why the major arcana cards resonate so universally because pe the, the things that drive people, you know, um, meaning, purpose, love, relationship, uh, talent, they're, they're all so universal and, and our needs are uh, 
simple, so really. Well, They're simple. simple. Yeah, to be seen, to be yeah. yes. valued, you yes. know, um, to not feel humiliated by the world. Like, they're very universal things and you know i think with platforms like yours where you allow more and more space for people to express themselves and then for the revelation that we're all so similar to surface right. you know it's going to be really a healing thing um because i mean is right i mean i look at life as a as a buffet a smoker's board yeah. Um, and everybody's bringing their dish to the table like a potluck right but it doesn't mean you're going to eat every dish no right but it means that you respect (laughs) the fact that that dish was brought to the table in in goodwill and good heart and uh, you're going to eat what you know uh, you like uh, and you may dabble and try something else and go oh I've never tried this before. This is really interesting. Or you try it and you go, "Mm, not my cup of tea. But if you're not willing to try and and listen and learn, it doesn't mean I can disagree with you, but where does hate come into it? Yes. Where's this? I've got to hate you because you may think differently from me. Right. I, you know, I I disagree with the the guy that is a Trump follower and his reasons behind it, because he even talks the fact that he's not a moral person. Um, and, but we'll still vote with him on different things. And it's like, for me, that is one of the most important things. How yes. you treat yeah. other people is the first and foremost component for me. And, yes. but, it's, yeah. but in listening to other people and what they deem is, is important. And uh, opening up each other's eyes, you know, that is really, really important for us to find a synergy of our energies yeah. and not a clash of the mind. Yeah. Yeah, synergy is such a great word, isn't oh, it's it? It's lovely. <laughs> I think as well that, you know, one of the archetypal themes that we're reckoning with is oppression and the other is yes. polarity. Yeah. You know, um, that, uh, you know, we can go around the mulberry bush again. Like how many times are we going to go around, you know, with a different you know, a different us and them, you know, a different war to wage. Oh. It's the same story and i think everybody's exhausted where's it got us where's it got us in thousands of years of conflict where has it got us when we step into feeding people you know the seeding and the watering and the nurturing of innovation of creativity of possibilities of of you know allowing people to grow in and bloom into what they're meant to bloom into imagine what kind of world we could have but it is not me or them you know, it's not about right or wrong. It's about allowing each flower to come in the garden. Do you go and look at the garden and go, oh, no, that flower doesn't belong. Move it. You know, it's, yes. it belongs in yeah. that garden. Yeah. And I think because we've lived under that umbrella for so long, Way you know, that it's become a, a reflexive response, you know, not just even on the broader political, right. where, you know, it's easy to identify the, you know, who's the good guys and the bad yeah. guys. But I think it's almost a, a reflexive response in conversation now. Yes. You know, it's just yes. people are want to define themselves as right by making someone else wrong. Right. You know? And right. it's not, a, it, it is momentarily emotionally rewarding because you think, oh, I feel great. I'm right. Yeah. And, but it's, it it is not representative of a long-term strategy for living in harmony you know i'm going to 
tell a little story. I live with a wonderful, almost 87 year old. She still drives. She would still work if she could work right now. She's got more energy than I have. She's just, you know, phenomenal. She had uh, lots of sugar, lots of vinegar, lots of salt, but you know, all the things we're told not to, she does. And there she is still the ever rudder bunny. But it's interesting because she would constantly make this dessert that her mum made. And I find yeah. it delicious every yeah. time she criticizes it because it's not as good as her mum's. And I, yeah. I'm saying to her, I'm not eating your mother's dessert. I'm eating your dessert and dessert. I find it delicious. But no, it's not like my mum's. And I think yes. this is the thing is why can't we take onus of what we're creating and why are we yeah. constantly comparing? If yes. it pleases yeah. people, isn't that all that matters? Rather yes, than, well, it's absolutely. not as good as, you know. That reminds me me you have an almost very similar story my uh, my own grandmother is 97 wow. and um, yeah she's a fantastic woman and a good friend um, and I was visiting her with my mother just we had a brief uh, kind of uh, moment in the middle of the lockdowns where we were allowed to go and sit together you know not with all the distance and right. um, and we were talking and my mother was my mother is uh, 71 and she was complaining about her hair, which is <laughs> such a, you know, women complain about their hair. Right. But, you know, and my grandmother said, oh, Chris, you always grizzle about your hair, but if it was something else, you wouldn't like it. You know, it's just grizzle, grizzle, grizzle. And I feel like, it's such a fantastic word. I love you know? that, grizzle, 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 um, yeah. And it's so true, you know, yeah. this kind of... Um, you know, and I think, you know, and even if it's only about small things, but you can actually put that. We're so, yeah. I think, yeah. burdened and beaten down by yes. the, um, carrying these very heavy Pass Yeah, pressure. Yes. Everything is... We as a society have been dictating for so long of how humanity should be. Yeah. From the moment we're born, you should, you will, you know, uh, you have to. And it's like, well, where's my choice? And we're, you don't have a choice. You've just got to listen to what I have to say. And, in, and that, that bucking of our nature of free will, but I'd like to make my own choice. I'd like to investigate myself. I would like to have an opinion. And yes. for so long, it's been suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. And, and it's kind of got choked up in people's throats. And, yeah. you know, and maybe this is why the virus is kind of a lung type, um, you know, thing of, that voice that needs to be said um yeah. and we're bursting at the seams right now saying enough can somebody yeah. hear me and what i'm saying you know like truly hear listen to what i am saying not hearing yes. what you want to reply with yeah you know that also echoes i think there is a yearning for a meaningful journey mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. that and like when you look at the major arcana the the life journey the soul journey is profoundly meaningful you know you you grapple with all of these um different energies you know the devil and um uh hope and uh you know motivation and all of these different archetypes that you grapple with but your journey is meaningful you know yeah. and you're entitled to take it and you're entitled to grow and stumble and figure things out and change your mind and 
develop new insights. And I, I feel like sometimes in that, in the environment that we're in now, we deny people a meaningful journey. Yes. You know, yes. you have to have arrived at the right opinion. At the, you know, right. Arrived at. Right. <laughs> and stay there, you know, and don't let your experiences like, keep evolving you forward, you know. So um, there's a lot that's changing, you know, and, and hopefully I, I think that, you know, living through this tower moment and, um, you know, trying to be the temperance card and balance, we are inviting back in some some really old soulful ideas, like uh like communicating, building an evolved society, having a meaningful journey, all of those things, which without those things, I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> right. You know, one of the pledges I have, I'm echoing back there, um, of the doing these shows, um, and I've done about 2,000 of them myself, and I would say, and I've got a fruit fly that's trying to attack me here. Um, uh, you know, the... The, the, a common theme is people who have been knocked down and having to get yeah. back up. And some people, yeah. it could be in a real cosmic two by four. I mean, they really yeah. had to face it. But their journey was to find their courage, their strength, yeah. their instrument, yeah. their uh, abilities, their capabilities, and be willing to go through that process to become that beautiful yeah. instrument that's looking for the right orchestra to play it in. And every single one of them, no matter what they've been through, and believe me, some of them have gone through some horrific things, things yeah. that I never would ever want to kind of entertain in any shape or, or way. And they've said it was all worth it for who I am today, doing what I'm doing in this space yeah. and time. And that's the thing is that if we're constantly looking for, you know, I say that we, we have chapters in our book of life. Yeah. We can have many chapters in our book of life and we may bring a chapter to an end and start a new chapter, but it's not our destination. It's not yeah. the end. The end is when this body goes and the spirit yeah. goes off and lives another life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that reminds me of um, a couple of things. Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, which was, um, you know, I mean, his argument was if you can contextualize, somehow contextualize great suffering into having a meaning for you, even if it's spiritual meaning, you know, whatever, it, it, however you can find a meaning, you can bear it, you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm being attacked by this tiny little slide. He's a little kamikaze. <laughs> Who would have expected that to be the other way around in <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we're in our summer right now somewhat anyway. But yes, don't, don't we all want to find our meaningful purpose? What yes. is our calling? You know, what is our instrument? You know, when we, when we find that, it's like the, the gentleman, the Christian I've just interviewed, you know, he can't go against his core of his beliefs. There sure, is sure. Yeah. You know, these are my core beliefs and I uh, operate from that core. But that is, then how do I use that belief? In what meaningful yeah. way, what purposeful way that will serve humanity? Yes. And, yeah. and uh, you know, in religion, they like to use the word servant. I don't like servitude because yeah. I think you're treated like a servant, which is low yes. life. But I yeah. think if we all understand that we are all part of service to one another, yes. that means yeah. we're doing yeah. it willingly. I am willingly serving you. 
I'm willingly sharing and supporting and caring. And I think that has so much more energetic power to it. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm trying to think um, if you're feeling one of the, I can't remember who said it, but the antidote to depression is to do something for someone else. That's how my show started. Really? Way back eight years ago, I was having a depressive state and I know that if I shut myself in my room, that's it. I'm gone for a while. So I was out there kind of writing articles and and hitting other people with problems and stepping into solution because I could do it for them, but I couldn't do it for me. And somebody saw that and and then went to my site and said, I think you should come and have a show on my network. And that's how it all started for me. And I was with her 13 months before opening up my own. But yeah, you don't know. You have no idea where things are going to come from uh, or when. Just be willing and open, ready to receive no matter what package they come in. Isn't that a beautiful, um, I mean, it's such old sage advice to do do something for someone else to alleviate your own pain, you know, but it's a beautiful um, example that you have there because of your own journey, you know, because this is bringing to so many people different perspectives and different insights and came out of your own desire to contribute something and maybe alleviate some sadness. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're in depression, you're in despair, it's really hard to kind of, you know, navigate that. There is no negotiation with it, but I've always found taking myself outside of myself and doing yes. something for others it has always been, you know, something that has served me in the long run as well. And yeah. it also is so much more gratifying. You know, yes. it really is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, even as well, the um, the devil card is, so some of the devil card, the interpretations of the devil card, is it is about depression, but addiction, anxiety, and yeah. separation, you know, and the um, antidote to separation is integration. You know, so that bringing people together and um, for every, almost for every, um, you know, archetypal energy or whatever you call it, there is a, its counterpart, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I suppose in these times of isolation, you, the count, the an- anecdote to that, the antidote to that is integration, you know. Right. So if we can connect even more, even if it's with fruit flies and. <laughs> Yes, a little kamikaze this one, definitely. Um, you know, when we when we look to what to be grateful for, when we look to to what opportunities are being presented to us, there's you know no illusion. I still get sad times. Um, yeah, of course. You know, I still get frustrated. I still get angry, but I am more equipped to deal with it now and to look yeah. to what how empower myself to do something about it. And I think that's the thing is that. You have to be willing to, to go in. And of course, that's the yes. biggest journey of all, isn't it? Going in yeah. and living an inside out life and understanding that an awful lot that you're carrying around with you is the Akashi records of past souls, yeah. past lives that really need to be let go of because they're holding you down in this life. And so, yes. you know, that clearing needs to happen on a soul cellular level too. I like how you describe it, though, as it, you're never just one thing, no. you know, um, because 
uh, even when I when you think about there is no card in the deck for happiness. There's right. joy mm. and strength, you know, community. So there is all of these very positive emotions, but it's always in balance yeah. with other things. You mm. know, when we're you we're kind of always on walking a wire, you know. Yeah. But, and getting better at it, yes. getting so much better at then it all the time. Floating it instead of walking it. When you get that's, to that right. that's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, yes. Well, I, I think I still fall off it from time to time. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but that's most certainly the human self. You know, for for my yes. own journey in life, I've been a spiritual being here for probably the last. 2000 years and um, yeah, memories sure. going quite far back i've always yeah. been here to ignite souls and hearts that's always been my job i've been persecuted yeah. torn and corded and burned at the stake and you name it all of those things and this lifetime was for me to come back into my soul and my spirit yeah. without fear to be able to yeah. express myself without persecution and i had to yeah. wait until the later years even before that was allowed but i had a huge conflict with my human self because i looked at humanity and how cruel they were to one another and how mm. you know how it didn't matter how much you tried to help someone they would still keep going over to the dark side so to speak and yeah. it, it got very very frustrating for me until 2012 when we had that lovely shift and I've been mm. saying that every year they've been turning the volume up on us and volume up on us and volume up on us and now we talk fifth dimension as if it's just normal and you know six yeah. and seven dimension isn't so far out there now and more and yeah. more people are opening up and ready to receive and want to ignite the heart and soul and it's becoming yeah. more of a mainstream even in business they are talking yeah. to people what's the heart and soul of your business and we're seeing that now, which is wonderful. So sometimes you have to wait for times to catch up. And sometimes you have yes. to be the leader of those times. Absolutely. And I think it is just, I mean, there is so much information out there and people are having their own personal experiences. Yes. You know, for, for a long time, I've um, loved listening to different channels. You know, I don't know if people know Bashar or or um, Wendy Kennedy or just to bring through this galactic information that mm -hmm. discusses really the same types of uh, that each star system also has archetypes that they yes. work with, you know, um, that we can, you know, you look at Orion is associated with polarity, um, uh, Pleiades associated with um, only wanting to focus on the light, you know, mm -hmm. and these are uh, these are the, the same challenges, you know, that yes. we as individuals experience in our own lives, grappling with those themes and trying to inch closer to insight and, you know, that and the idea that we're part of right. the matrix. Yeah. Is just, I mean, the symmetry of it is just so reassuring. And I think we will just... I mean, that will become part of the common vernacular over time. Yes. You know, yes. it still yes. is very challenging for people. It's I still find. new for so many people, right? You know, yeah. and, and still a lot of people, I'm too guarded. I don't want to say I'm spiritual yes. or this or that. And they're still trying, a lot of spirituality is just, it's just religion under a different view. Yes. Um, and when, when yeah. you truly understand what, you know, as a, interviewing scientists but they say well finally through quantum physics we understand what spirituality is and it's yes. people living at a higher frequency a yes. higher hertz yeah. and uh, in that love vibration you you cannot willingly do anyone any harm 
because yeah. you're on a higher level and they're, they're now scientifically beginning to, in, to measure it which also gives it more validation for certain people but you know i've had a lot of people who are channelers on on, um, on here and some of them one of them is uh, an astral traveler it was never somebody yes. who was here on earth her name is othella and uh, we did uh, channeling ascension shows together for a while and some very interesting things coming through athena and then this week um same week with you i have tom neglo who channels the guy that built the taj mahal that designed the taj mahal oh, wow. and, <laughs> and other ones as well called Kotumi. Kathumi. Yes. And yes. Uh, he has no recollection of what he says when he goes into the trance. He just goes to black and then Kathumi comes out and he's East Indian and the little head goes on, hello, you know, totally different persona. And he shares what he wants to share, what perspective. Yeah. And, you know, that is in the past would have been oh, witchcraft. And yeah, in some areas, sure. you know, some people still would like to do that. But more and more people are now going, oh, what have they got to say? I want to hear it. So, you know, it's just that lovely shift of energy of allowing, right? And I think as well, there is, you know, I took a long journey through universities and then I traveled a lot listening to channels and spiritual teachers. And what I found in all of that journey is the message is the same. Yes. You know, yes. what you were talking about before, even in uh, original Australian culture, um, I can put a link to... Uh, you know, the, or people can look him up if they're interested. His name is Yulakai Murray. He's an um, Indigenous Australian uh, lawman. And he talks about, you know, I, when he was talking about Aboriginal prophecy and Aboriginal understanding of the spiritual understanding, he talked about the, the power of your thoughts creating your reality, you know. And this is, this is a knowledge that goes back thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and it appears everywhere, you know, it, it comes from the channels, it comes from, you know, if you think of Viktor Frankl, he's saying the same thing in Man's Search for Meaning, you bring the meaning to your situation. Right. You know? So it's like this knowledge that we have, but for some reason, it's woo-woo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, I've been woo-wooed a lot in my life, <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure you have as well. Everywhere. So, um, and, and, the more you're exposed to it, the more you realize that actually is the nature of reality yes. and that is the nature of knowledge, you know? Um, and I think there won't be, you won't be able to keep a lid on it for that much longer. No, no, I'm, I'm a knowingness person. So yeah. for me, it, you know, the knowledge and the wisdom comes channels through to my soul and it goes to my heart in in um in understanding and it then goes to my spirit in action where my mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it and yeah. so i have always been able to give people knowledge at a time that they need it even though i'm not understanding necessarily what knowledge i'm giving so i'm always saying to people feel your thoughts don't just think yes. them and yeah. uh, and understand that knowledge in the head you know you have the hard drive which is the mechanics of the body and you have the software the programming and in amongst that programming is some intelligence there's some knowledge that's really relevant but the trouble is we don't always have the wisdom to know how to use it and so when you tap yeah. into the soul heart and spirit wisdom will know what knowledge is relevant and prevalent to your situation at that time yes. and uh, you know for me that is always being obviously in my teachings. But the other interesting thing is we talk about people grounding. Well, there's yeah. several things I look at that. One, everybody's been grounding for so long. Mama Earth says, hey, I'm full. 
<laughs> I can't take it anymore. All you're doing is grounding your sorrow and your misery and everything else. And I'm cracking up literally. Right. And it's yeah. like, do something about it. And that's one of, you know, a little bit of COVID in there. The universe mama got, I've got together and said, we've got to teach them a lesson. Right. Um, mm. And, but uh, most people will get their, and their knowledge from the earth coming up through their feet up. I'm reversed energy. So all my energy yeah. comes in from above and then it goes down in through my feet into the ground. And I couldn't understand that for so long. Why, you know, why everybody's talking about grounding. I can't walk barefoot on the ground. Because yeah, I can't wow. take the vibration. But I yeah. am air. I am mm. air. I love to fly. Right now I've got my fan on, which is going to my curtain. I love the circulation of air all the time. And I yeah. need to, to be in flow. And I think yes. we have to understand what is it where we're comfortable, where our soul is comfortable. And then really tap yeah. into that because that's where your source of knowledge is coming from. Yes, yeah. That's, um, it's funny you described that when you were talking about wisdom, I can actually feel your, the intensity of your vibration change because truth is a vibration. Yes. It has a frequency. Yes. As does wisdom. You know, I know when I'm writing and... Um, you know, also channeling is much more, um, people channel every day, Yes. you know, in, yes. Their, in art, in conversation. And, and when you're talking about wisdom, I mean, that is a form of you channeling from your higher self or whatever it might yeah. be. But it, well, these are things that are so integral to how we live, right. you know. And, and what we, we've denied ourselves. Yeah. And then we kind of say, oh, no, 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 I'm just operating only yeah. from a cerebral, you know, yeah. which is just. And that's what the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What about the rest nonsense. of you? Yeah. There's, but I mean, we're always, even if you look at people who really focus, I know from working in universities, people who are so methodical about, and you know, insistent on only using their analytic capacity right emotional decision you know because they're not trusting themselves right to tap into other sources of information so it's it's just a nonsense that you can ever only operate like a um a kind an, an, an analysis machine you know right. we are multi-dimensional we are, have so many different inputs all the time from our own experiences galactic, our feelings, other people, you know, it's just one big rolling miracle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at people like Nikola Tesla, you know, yes. the, the knowledge that was, give him, was given him, imagine if A, we'd gone down that road at that time, we would be in a much better place, but um, was also too far-fetched for, for the human mind to be able to absorb at that time. Yes. And his technology yeah. is still being scratched on, still being understood. And, yes. But the, yeah. the thing is, is that it, it wasn't that he was so brilliant that he fought yes. this all up. He just knew how yeah. to channel it and understand what it meant or what to do with it when he channeled it. And yes. we're, we see so many lead, you know, people like that. There are innovators and, you know, uh, Leonardo and, and we look at, um, even today, um, you know, many of our entrepreneurs, the guy, uh, Richard Elon Branson Musk. yeah, yeah, and, uh, um, you know, um, Microsoft, Bill Gates and, if, and Elon Musk, it wasn't the education that gave them the smarts. It yes. was the intuition yeah. 
that yes. had them use yeah. the education in the right way that became That's part right. of the uh, of the process well even the people that we revere as intellectual geniuses like mm -hmm. einstein was you know and obviously he did have this have incredible scientific capacity yeah but he, he even he said imagination is more important than knowledge yes you know? oh, so they, they yeah. were uh, also not confined by these rigid uh, categories that we think we should be confined by right. you know and i think in the end what happens is they just don't fit anymore right you know right and you you, you kind of stop trying to fit in them because your experience of the world is sufficient to tell you that there's more than that, you know? I'm, re I'm reminded of a show when I was growing up called The Thunderbirds. And it was yes. kind of puppeteering, right? So yes, they were, yeah, right, right. Oh, yes. So they're all kind yeah. of puppeteering on their rockets, and they were they were spies and the yeah. science fiction and all of that. And mm. I remember a controversy even when I was young, coming out, where they thought the Thunderbirds uh, riding people had stolen plans from you know intelligence because of the machinery that they were projecting in the show were oh, things really? on the drawing board and that's the thing how many movies do we look at and and we go oh that will never be possible i mean you can time yes. a, you can tell a movie now by what's what's the size of the computer the size yeah. of the cell phone or even if there was a cell phone yeah <laughs> right? i used to do it by yeah. hairstyles now we do it by technology <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know the, the capacity to to keep developing that you know technological genius is just limitless yeah, I know. You know? and i sometimes think i'm quite lucky to have been on before internet and after internet, you know, because I, I do remember when, you know, like we would travel and we'd say, before we left, we would say, okay, we're going to meet you under the yes. Eiffel Tower in 1999 on January the 1st, because there wasn't, you know, right. that, there wasn't any other way to communicate. So, yeah. um, and, and now obviously we are just you are never offline, you know. So it's and so how long is it going off. to be before we can just send the thoughts and receive them? I know. Unless, unless retrograde is there. <laughs> it sends it's, the thoughts to the wrong person. <laughs> well, we're already... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to the thoughts back in. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely an unbelievable time to be alive, you know, just to see all of these things. Yeah. Alive and aware. You know, a lot of people yeah. kind of are living, but are they alive and aware? I think yes. if you if you are aware of what wonderful changes and opportunities and 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 the uplift, I mean, I don't know about you, but I literally can feel the swell of changes happening. Yes. And that, yeah. You know, and, and it's exciting. Now you watch the news, and it's the same, yeah. the same old. You know, the CNN pimple into a volcanic eruption, doomsday, yes. everything else. But when you when you get to do these kind of shows and when you look at other people and the work that they're doing and the people that have stepped up during COVID and who are the heroes yeah. now, the everyday man and woman out there working the, the, the job that no one wants. And yeah. we're seeing a swell now of, of excitement and possibilities and where can this go? What can we do? How can we step up? And I think That's if we right. ride that wave, we're really yes. going to see some exciting things. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm just thinking it's that nice balance between, so we're talking about really the new frontier, yeah. you know, but in as part, you know, inside that venture into the new frontier are the old archetypes, you yes. know, it's, it is that, so when we are trying to make this transition, feeling afraid of how we're going to be received, feeling you know, anxious about change, they're all very human responses, yeah. you know, into such an amazingly transformative time. And I like to encourage people to um, speak up and speak out, mm. you know, about who you really are at this time because there is community and there is solidarity and um, we really do need to have people come forward and be brave enough to say, um, to speak the world that they imagine into reality. Yeah. Would you suggest that people actually do do their Akashi records and kind of release Past, past lifetimes that are still clinging on? Look, I think everybody's journey becomes irresistible to them. You know, I've, I've looked, I've worked at different modalities. I found different teachers. I've gone through different processes and um, they've been perfect for me at the perfect time and it never ends. You right, know? right. Uh, yes. So you're always uncovering. That's the, I mean, that is what is unbelievable about yeah. the journey on the new frontier is you're always uncovering more and then you're ready for more, you yeah. know, and, and that is really, truly, I think, a thrilling thing. Um, For our own archaeological dig. Yes, I know. <laughs> what ancients are lying within us. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, and what you find in your own, you know, back catalogue mm -hmm. of experience and, or whatever you want to, however you want to describe your multidimensional self is, is always a revelation I think you know it's always a revelation and you can't learn anything about yourself that is not only going to make you um, a more insightful more wise version of yourself so any type of journeying into self-exploration I mean that's what the old mystics always yeah. really you know, the journey is in Yes, you know? always. So, always in. That's the hermit card. You know, that's what people go on pilgrimages right. for all through history. You know, is because the journey is in, and um, to take that journey is one of the privileges of being a human being. Yeah, you know, yeah. you have this private um, voyage that you can make to to yourself. You know, which is I would encourage anybody, whether it's Akashic Records or, you know, Galactic Connections or whatever it is that you uh, are drawn towards, do it, you know? Yes. I mean, I've done, I've done a few and I know I've still got uh, somebody who's going to do another Akashic Record on me because it keeps revealing some past lives. And, yeah. uh, and it goes, okay, I don't mind that one. But, you know, like one of them apparently I signed 50 lifetimes ago was the vow of poverty. Well, I can get rid of that one. Thank you. You know, we're living in 2020. Have you seen how expensive it is? You know, <laughs> that poverty one can go right now. You know? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> But I think it's, it's, it's addressing kind of what's right in front of us. And I think looking, you know, yeah. like we, we talked about, I asked if you had done August yet. 
um, which yeah. is do it yearly of the you know of the of the tarot of looking at what the message is and you're saying it's too soon normally you'd be able to but right now with the changes that are constantly going on but yeah. I look forward to that one coming up but you know I think that's what we're in right now in, a, in a many many ways we're in a little bit of a, a slow tornado yeah uh, and yeah. and it's gathering up and, it, and that's hard to kind of pinpoint because it's swirling around so much so all it all I think the under, uh, undercurrent message is, is accept the change, be a part yeah. of the change, understand yes. the change is good. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, and I think I really, I did do some reading at the beginning of 2020 and I was really like, this is the year, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and, and it's not over yet. You no, know? we're, we're, we're think, halfway through. Yeah. Through it. And I know people are feeling that kind of change, chaos, fatigue, you know. Yes. But yeah. really, I think you need to be that lighthouse in yourself, you know, and just, you know, as you're saying, be in the eye of the storm. And, um, you know, because if you allow yourself to get attached to every single thing that is blowing right. around you, you know, you will just be blown away, yep. you know. Yep. So you're you're really most certainly going to get swill sick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so really just trying to find the eye of your storm, you know. That's where we started with cycles and now we're yeah. talking about tornadoes. <laughs> but I think it is that, you know, and, and you can't help it, of course, you just get Right. For a little, you know, but um, I think there is more to come. And I think there is one other thing, not COVID related, but I'm kind of, uh, you know, I keep thinking late September, early October, there's some other thing, you know, that might. Good uh, or bad? Well, I mean, it's all good, isn't it? <laughs> well, yes, but let's just say, you know, we, we, we don't need another bad to make it good. No, we actually no, need a little no. more push in the good sector. No, good I would sector. say surprising, you know, okay. surprising. Yeah, some other surprising thing that I can't, I feel blindsided a little bit, like I can't see it yet. You're right. It's the same energy of I knew there was some so much happening this year, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But right. I, I'm feeling like... It's something that we can't see yet. That's not even, it's not on the table yet, you yeah. know? Um, and part of this transformation, you know? And I think, as, as we've been saying today, there are, COVID got us to a place I don't think we would have been able to get to without it. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I was told that something was coming this year that was going to unite the world and put everybody yes. on the same playing field, but I didn't know what it was. And of course, only yeah. a pandemic really could right Could, unless it yeah, was a, yeah. a galactic uh, catastrophe and uh, you know the fact that every country is going through this and it's really been yeah. revealing but what it has been is invitational you know again yes. while i do in every show you're busy pointing fingers at everything else there's three back at yeah. you what are you doing about it yeah yeah and, you yeah, know look yeah. to look to the isolation time as a gift to go in and know yourself mm. and review and renew and and look to where you want to go and what are you going to do when you can to, to go that way yeah. and also how to reach out to other people and uh, yes. you know it's Let's we, yes, there are many deaths which are, are, are horrible, but mm. those deaths may have happened on the road or in, in any other ways because we weren't on the road. They've happened somewhere else. It's part of the balance of nature to, yeah. to, to have death, life and death, except for some people being taken away before their time. But again, we sign a contract when we come here to kind of do what we're here to do. And sometimes it's a short contract. It don't, you know, we don't mm. know that, but what are we going to do with the gift that we've been given right now? 
yeah and with all yeah, the movements right. that are out there and and uh, let's uh, let's let's keep those movements going in the right direction leave the hate mm. at the door leave the yeah. protesting uh, violently at the door let's have that moment of conversation because what it's doing right now with conversation is keeping the movement alive and moving in yeah. the right direction and, yeah, uh, and that's the only way we're going to have that change yeah yeah and i just like that you said um leave the hate at the door because at the root of all of the um mystical traditions and all of the spiritual cultures that i've investigated words create your reality yes you know, yes if you hate what you what feed what you feed will grow what yeah, you will water so, will grow so you know do I you really, really want the hate zone that's right. And, and as we have this opportunity to build something different, to try and, and it's a real discipline, you know, to try and speak yeah. with um, love and tolerance and kindness and acceptance. And to, even when you're feeling frazzled and afraid and like, oh, I can't take another more, you know, right. but to really try and um, do that at least for the rest of July and August. That's what I'm trying to practice is to, um, speak the world that i want to be right in, yeah you know yes and you know I, I put out a show this week to you know kind of um have a nothingness day and that sometimes yeah. it's like you know put put everything down and uh, yeah. your nothingness day maybe you want to sleep all day you just don't want to be bothered by people you want to go for a walk you want to go do something it's not about chores it's not about have to's it's yes. about what do you want to do right now that's rejuvenating for you and yeah. I think at the present moment, with all, you know, the, 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 the chaos and the swirling and, and the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh all the time, we are kind of, you know, like yeah. those machines that go around and you're leaning up against the wall. You need to just yes. stop and take yeah. a breath now and again, right? And, Grab a trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't survive in those, boink, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, is find your space. Yeah. Find your space to have time for yourself, to just to regroup. Do nothing. It's not a thinking time or reviewing or renewing or anything. It's the time just to be in nothingness. And, yeah. and I travel to nothingness a lot and I love it because it's just everything and nothing all at once and it's just pure bliss. And so yes. it's, find it what it is to you and go to that space because that's the way you're going to kind of keep your equilibrium balance and be able to kind of cope with, with the next whirlwind that's coming up. And yeah, I think we're going, yeah. you know, whatever's going to come to us, you know, later, I think it's, it may be another shakeup, but I think it's, it's going to keep our momentum growing. That's right. So yeah, I think it's right. going to be positive yeah. in a way that, um, yeah. you know, not necessarily any more disasters. Uh, no. I, I also think yeah. that the whole thing with COVID, especially with a few countries that are extremely slow to deal with this and have not dealt with it in the right way, it's there in its longevity because those people aren't going to change just for two or three months. They're yes. going to need an 18 yeah. month period for that change to yes. set in. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, the, the, I mean, we're trying to do such radical things yeah. just, you know, to, you know, to respond as a planet to something, you yes. know, that is upending the economy and changing all social relations. And, you know, so, um, but I think we're doing much better than we think we are, 
you know, because... The economy will go in a different direction. But yeah. All the industries that we thought were important, new industries are going to come out of this creating new jobs. I sure. did a show where a guy was promoting a program, which is great, which is free code camp.org and they're saying they need coders like crazy right now with everybody right. and they will teach yes. them free to yes. do that coding yeah. whatever level they want they can work from home in their own time and so you yeah. know always out of chaos will come opportunity and it's just yeah. a question and let's keep nurturing those opportunities because i just think that it's a shift it's a yeah. shift in where our e-commerce goes and what opportunities we have and what we need to have for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm feeling very positive about it now, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> to that good feeling, please. <laughs> good. And, you know, however challenging it is, sometimes we have to be there. We have to understand there's a reason for all of this. And That's although right, you may yeah. only see the pain and the suffering and, oh, my God, right now, it's just take a breath, go through it. You know, I look at wartime. How many people yeah. have gone through war for years upon years? Yeah. Never yeah. knowing the yeah. next bomb that's going to hit them. Are they going to have food? Are they going to be alive tomorrow? How many months have we been doing this? Four or five? And, and you're, yeah. are you end of life then? No. Yes. You've actually been yeah. given a gift of time. So it's, it's time to just look at what it, what it can mean to you. Well, also, the other thing, the card that kept coming up for me when I was reading 2020 was the star, which is the hope card. Yes. You know? yes. Um, and I always like that is Emily Dickinson, hope is a thing with feathers that perches on the soul and sings a song without words and never speaks at all. And I thought, oh, that's so lovely. It's a constant. Yes. Belief, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a going faith to be and a belief. Yeah. yeah, and you know, um, of course, I mean, civilizations have faced unbelievable crises and challenges, and that we always carry on in some form or another, you know, um, and we always find ways to be innovative, to be creative, to maintain relationships and to love and to express ourselves. And this time is no different from that perspective, you know, so to really um, don't, I mean, losing hope is really, I don't even know if it's possible. I think some people in despair have moments yeah. of, of losing hope, but to really- I think really hope is what keeps humanity alive. That's right. That's right. Faith, hope, and love, huh? Yeah. Yes. What we're striving for is love. And yes. love is kindness and caring. But you can't yeah. have the kindness and caring until you have the hope. It's the that's first step. Right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That real, it's a buoyant feeling, you know, that yeah. can just um, propel you in the right direction. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We're like an old married couple. We're finishing each other's. <laughs> We're in the same vibe, love. Do you have your cards in front of you? Do I have? No, I don't. I can get them if you would yes, like to. Yes, I'd love you just to pull a card right now. Yes. If you wouldn't mind. Hang on. Just give me one second. Okay. In the meantime, no pooch to look at? No. You know, in the meantime, it's really what we're looking at is that positive energy is trying to guide us along in the, in the right path. And if we just go with the flow, go with the wind, we're going to get there. Let's see what the cards have to say to us and see if there is a message that we're going to have right now. That's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. Imagine, imagine talking about the tarot cards and not having them there. 
Can we just get one or two cards on a message going forward? Look, I've got two pages there, and pages are about small steps, yeah? This is the kind gesture, the earnest offering, you know, it's a very innocent, the Page of Cups is, uh, is innocent, um, authentic, earnest, emotional actions, goodwill, you know, goodwill. And the Page of Pentacles is small new beginnings, you know, and I would see these as very hopeful for people that feel that they don't know where to start, you know, with things that, um, you know, and particularly this one, if you're under financial pressure, you know, if you've lost your income or employment, it can be overwhelming to think, I don't have a job, I don't, my business has collapsed, I don't know, um, you know, how to move forward, small steps, because they, yeah. this is a new time, you know, and um, the energy of the pages is youthful, optimistic, and the way beginnings should be, you know, <laughs> to have that kind of uh, youth and optimism and faith that what we do will go somewhere, you know. So they're quite small cards for such big energy years. But I think in the middle of this year, that's what we kind of were saying yes. to, um, you know, find the eye of your own storm and do the things that you can do where you can, you know, be kind to people, speak cleanly and in love and faith and kindness and do the small things that you can to start over. It's not the time for leaps and bounds because we not. don't know where we would land. You know, exactly it's, it's almost yeah. like as, as we're walking, a new land has been made right before us. And if you take a leap, That's you're right. in the crevice. So just yeah. be patient and, and plant the seeds at all, you know, pick the flowers or whatever the case is along the way. I think, yeah. you know, my network is called self-discovery. And I think at this present moment, it is a self-discovery. It's a oh, discovery yes. of who yeah. you are right now who you're meant to be in the next chapter and where is it meant to take you? And so those small steps are going to be so revealing. So I think it's a yes. very apropos cards, very apropos. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Small steps into the, once more into the fray. Who said yes. that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like, you know, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> once more into the fracas or fray. I think it's <laughs> Uh, it's once more, which is kind of for a lot of people, it's once more again, you know, yes. new beginning again, but you've got to understand everything has its cycle and yeah, every chapter has a beginning and end and we're at a new chapter in life. And, and this chapter at the present moment is slow to start off with because we're not quite sure where the plot is going. And so yes. if we just, you know, go with it slowly and let it unravel and be willing to see, to feel, to hear, to, to be a part of it, we will see as it reveals itself. And it's really quite exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also think the other energy of the pages is to have that um, uh, youthfulness yeah. and positivity, you know, yes. in the beginning. So because it's so easy to become cynical in these times, you know, but I, I think just to try and feel that positivity about this new beginning, you know, and, um, you know, as we step it out, like, as you said, step out onto that 
round that you just hope that it appears. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why the small steps, it's not the leap yes. time, you know, and yeah. you cannot embrace anything new with cynicism or, yeah. or hate or, or it must be done this way. No, this is allowance yeah. time. This yeah. is allowance and take each step in, in, in belief, in positivity, in faith. Yeah. And, and just look at each piece of ground that is before you and ask what it needs. What is yes. it asking of you? Or yeah. what is it giving you? And if you're not paying attention to those small steps, there will be no leap. There is yes. no quick way yeah. out of this. It's slowing us down as a human nation to pay yeah. attention to the small steps. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's that book? Don't sweat the small stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, don't even sweat the big stuff right now. It's just like, you know, hmm, okay, I'm just going to open up my curtains and see what tomorrow brings and yes. take it as it comes. Right? Yes. This isn't yeah. a time for agendas. This is a yeah. time of allowing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I know my day is certainly defined by really rediscovering my love of coffee. Yes. Oh, I've always <laughs> had that love. <laughs> And then I sneakily going and stealing a flower or two as I'm walking the dog. You know, yes. I always feel a bit guilty, but I just like, if there's a lot, I take one, um, you know, so they're just these small pleasures, you know, that are still, well, that I would never have time getting for. Getting the dog at this time. Yeah, you rescued right. the dog. As you said, you're on the sixth floor with a dog. <laughs> Bell is her name and she's so gorgeous but we you know the toilet routine is not so kind of up and downstairs all all hours of the day or night but she yeah. is i mean that's so lovely thing to have you know oh companionship yeah yeah, yeah try gorgeous. not to be alone at this time even if it's only something virtual yes you know, not yeah. be alone. this is this is not isolation of yourself you know yeah. this is uh, I mean, you know one of the people i have on this week as well um um, Esther, Esther Schifrin, she's 82. She still plays the piano. She was in the Japanese war camp in Shanghai when she was young. And oh, wow. uh, then That's she was a refugee in, in Jerusalem. And then she married somebody in South Africa and went to an isolated place. And in, in many ways, she didn't realize she was repeating the isolation. And But what she's been doing in this last, uh, um, well, the entire time of COVID is she's written a poem every single day around oh, the COVID beautiful. topic. And so she's going yeah. to be putting in a book, but we did a show on it and shared a few poems and they're very, very good, you know, and sometimes yeah, you'll just yeah. play music or get up and dance. And it's, it's like what you make out of it. You may not like the yeah. agreements. I don't know if you yeah. get that TV series Chopped. It's a no. cooking show and okay, uh, yes. there are four contestants and they get given ridiculous things in the basket and they've got to create something out of what it is using every single one of those things. And you look at yes. the content sometimes and go, oh my God, impossible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stepping into their creativity and their innovation, they come up with incredible dishes. And yes. so that's yeah. what it is. We may not like what's in the basket right now, but let's see how creative we can be with it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there is always, there's always, um, I mean, sometimes you do have to, you know, really mine a little bit for the, for the nugget, but there is always um, something worthwhile in every experience. Yeah. Nothing is ever wasted, you know. Um, and, you know, th this is an unusual one, but of course there is magic in this experience. There, there, there is in every experience. So 
just to try and find it, you know? Yeah, that's the point, try and find it. So this has been wonderful. We've really talked for a long time and I know we could go on, but I guess we need to actually end this chapter right now. <laughs> but um, you have, uh, you do videos all the time uh, where you are yes. talking to, you know, about what the cards are saying. And of course you do monthly yeah. ones as well and the various other yeah. ones. So how do people get hold of you? How do they watch your YouTube? So my YouTube is Ash Esther, The New Dreaming. Uh, my business is called The New Dreaming. Um, and I have a website. I, I think my social media, I post everything on there. If you go Facebook, The New Dreaming, um, that you can find me on there. And I, I post other bits and pieces of social media on there. And um, I have LinkedIn accounts and uh, different professional accounts. So, but if you, if you, Ash Esther, the new dreaming. Basically, You're going to have to spell that for, uh, for people. Uh, oh, sorry. Ash is A-I-S. It's uh, short for Ashling, which is Irish uh, name my father gave me. Uh, <laughs> Esther, E-S-T-E-R. And then the new dreaming, which is the name of my business. Right. New dreaming. And we are, we're in a new dream. And you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be a nightmare. And it's not the dream that you thought you were going to have for yourself. But if you step into that dream, you're going into a different wonderland. Be yeah. wondrous. Yeah. Be wondrous about what is here and what is coming. Because that yeah. will give you your creativity. That will give you your hope. That will give you the ability to see what is in front yeah. of you. Yeah, that's so important, isn't it? That ability to feel awe, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I think technology has taken that from us a little bit, you know, because we understand the mechanics of things so yeah. much better, but you still can feel that if you just look up, you know, yeah. at the stars and, um, and that helps you, I think, feel safe in the universe because it's such a big place. It is. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And when you unite the, you know, the heart, soul and spirit with the body, you know, now you truly understand what you're here for. And yeah. it is to experience. Yeah. It is to yeah. explore. It yeah. is to, uh, to, to become. And yeah. if you're willing to do that without, again, the manual or the dictation and allow each journey. And, and with each journey, you're going to have a new experience and have new tools and skills that you're going to put in your backpack for the next yeah. chapter, for the next journey. And just be willing to explore. Because that's, yes. even if you are a person that is stagnant, you're not a wandering soul, you're stagnant, that doesn't mean become complacent. There's always yes. something to explore, even about your own perimeter. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, that's going to give me good energy today <laughs> to go out into the world with wonder. With wonder, well, well, you know, being wondrous, look at it from a child's eyes, look at it from your dog's eyes. Yes. Right? And we'll see life in a different way. And that doesn't mean go up to a butt. <laughs> I think she looks at the dog, the dog food with more wonder than I can master. <laughs> but, you know, the, the thing, the, the children and the animals live in simple joy. Simple yes. joy. They, yes. they seize the moment. They enjoy the moment. And if we could yeah. tap into that, we would actually understand what the moments mean to us. Because we're always That's looking right. for something better later. No, it's now. The gift of the present is in the now. That's ab absolutely right. Absolutely. And Memphis is teaching me that all the time. Oh, she's gone to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> she's playing around before. So. Until you go W and then she's up and out and ready. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, love. It's been great having you here. Thank you and, so much uh, for having me and for, for your show. It's just fantastic. I really appreciate that you um, take the time to have so many wonderful guests, you know, oh, and uh, everyone. So thank you so much. It gives, me, it gives me hope and humanity to see so many people you know, helping us and guiding us and pushing us in the right way because we are in this together. All That's of right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And to everyone else right now, you know, that this change is more to come. It doesn't mean that there's going to be an even bigger hurricane. Even if there is, you're going to find that pocket of safety. The whole point is we're in change right now and that change is going to take a while. And it's the invitation to change everything about your life that's not working and to have some self-discovery about what is meant for you and who you really are that you've denied yourself to be for so long. Take those small steps, one step in front of the other without expectation, just in wonderment and explore who you really are in this beautiful world, in this now and where we're possibly going in the future. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.